Thank you so much, Dr. Ken. It is such a joy for me and um, Joycey to be here. And uh, the Lord is doing so many wonderful things in the country of India. So I bring you all greetings from 1.3 billion people of the world, from the nation of India. And uh, as you know that there are uh, things have changed in our country due to the new government that is in now. But Jesus never fails and he is always at work and I thank God and I would like to have a, you know, a glimpse of what the Lord is doing there through a short video. And at the same time I would like also to uh, mention that you know, it is such an honor for me to be a part of uh, this church. Uh, you know, from the inception of this church, of course you have been supporting uh, the ministry there and we are so grateful, Pastor Paul. Thank you so very much and all the team here. Uh, but, you know, I have seen God's faithfulness because of your obedience uh, in this place. You know, from the very beginning, from that small place. And every time, almost every time I came, you are always in a new place. <laughs> you know, that is great. That is God's goodness and God's faithfulness. And I stand here amazed once again to see what the Lord is doing uh, in this place. And also want to thank all those who have come from different other churches to be here for First Assembly. Uh, thank you for being here. So it's a short video that you are going to watch and then I'll bring the word. Thank you. Amen. So thank you gathering for your uh, generous support uh, with which we are able to do so many things. And uh, as, uh, you know, this journey, as I, so many of you are there in the beginning of the journey that uh, we have been in, maybe at least in the middle that you have joined, when Dr. Ken connected with us, then probably it was like 200, uh, around 300 some kids, 350 children that we are taking care. And now we, by the grace of God, we have over 5,000 children that we are taking care uh, in 15 different uh, slums. And then in 2010, the Lord has given us a vision to plant 200 churches by 2020 in 10 years' time. But by the grace of God, now we have uh, planted 167 churches in, uh, in different parts of the uh, nation of India. And then in the, you know, in the country of Nepal, I had the honor of uh, you know, having Pastor Paul and Richard and we all just being there in Nepal and to see what the Lord is doing. So it's, it's just, uh, uh, it's a great, you know, uh, move the Lord uh, is, you know, in our nation, though there are many challenges uh, that we are going through, uh, but uh, God is good, God has been faithful, and I want to thank all of you for your prayers and standing. You know, I know one thing, you know, from Albemarle, the Lord has raised an army to stand with us, to just, you know, pray for us, and intercede for us and we are so grateful because whatever is happening uh, there and you have a great part in that and we are so grateful to God for that. Well, I would like to share uh, a short thought from the Bible, uh, how to move from failure to success. You know, how to move from failure to success? Well, uh, there is no better characteristics that we have in the Bible than uh, Peter, you know, Peter we always know 
that Peter always said the wrong thing at the wrong time. And, uh, uh, but still, God changed his life. Well, if you look into the Bible, you know, in the Gospel of John, chapter 18 talks about it. And 18 talks about how the Lord has changed his life. We know the story in which, uh, you know, in chapter 18, verse uh, 5, it says, uh, it talks about they answered him. This is where in the garden where, you know, they came to uh, take over Jesus or catch Jesus. And where, you know, we know that how Peter reacted. He reacted very uh, harshly by taking out his sword and cutting the ear of the soldier that was there with that team. When verses chapter 18 of John verses 6 through 9 says, Now when he said to him, I am he, they drew, or they drew back and fell to the ground. Then he asked them again, Whom are you seeking? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus answered, I have told you that I am he. Therefore, if you seek me, let these go their way, that the saying might be fulfilled which he spoke, of those whom you gave me, I have lost none. So as I said, Peter always did the wrong thing uh, at the wrong time. And here in the book of Gospel of Luke, also we see that, you know, when this happened, uh, Jesus said that permit me to do this, that he took that piece of the ear from that soldier and he heals that man. One thing we know that Jesus not only heals diseases, you know, Jesus not only can, has the power to uh, deal with other situations, but Jesus can heal injuries also. See, there is nothing that Jesus cannot do. Hallelujah. There is no situation in our life that Jesus cannot show up and Jesus cannot do that miracle in our life. Even when we fail, God always is there with us to touch us and to you know, make our, our failures a great success. As we move on, as I'll be going through the story of you know, different situations that Peter had to go through. In chapter 18, the same chapter of John, 15 through 18, we see that, And Simon Peter followed Jesus, and so did another disciple. Now the disciple was known to the high priest, and went with Jesus to the courtyard of the high priest. He's talking about John. John is the one, the other disciple that uh, was there with Peter. But Peter stood at the door outside and the other disciple, that is John, who was uh, known to the high priest, went out and spoke to her who kept the door and brought Peter in. Where, you know, we see that after this, Peter denies Jesus three times. And, you know, here the girl is asking Peter, are you not also the one? Of this man's disciples are you? He said, no, I am not. You know, repeatedly he was, uh, uh, he was denying Jesus. And uh, then, you know, I would like to give you certain points here. First of all, all of us make mistakes. Here we see that Peter made, a mis made many mistakes. But all of us make mistakes in our lives. Peter made a commitment to the Lord that he would never deny Jesus. But we see that, you know, he has denied Jesus at this time. We also make commitments in our lives. Many a times we say, Lord, you know, I will do this. 
I will not do this, but you know, and sometimes we make commitments like I want to lose my weight. And I will say, okay, we'll make the commitment, say that, okay, I will not eat any sweets. But then when we get to see some nice cake or, uh, you know, cheesecake or something like that, then we'd say, God, you know, let me keep my uh, commitment. I'll do it from tomorrow onwards. You know, that's what uh, we would say. We would try to like make commitment to the Lord saying, and I'll get up in the morning and I will pray, but we'll feel, you know, maybe we'll be working late in the night and uh, try to get up in the morning and then we are not able to keep up that commitment. He said, Lord, maybe tomorrow onwards I will try to do that. So we also fail many a times, but here Jesus was always gracious. You know, he, one thing we know that though we fail, Jesus never fails. Hallelujah. Though we fail many a times, we fail in our commitment, but Jesus never fails. Here, then what happened to uh, Matthew? I'll be going through Matthew chapter 14, 15, 16, and 17, where in Matthew 14 we see that verse 7, 27 says, But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer, cheer, it is I, do not be afraid. Here Jesus is showing up in the storm. Where the disciples were there, where, you know, Jesus is telling the disciples that it is I. How did Peter answer it? He said, verse 28 says, and Peter answered him, said, Lord, if it is you. Well, you know, Jesus just said, it is I. But Peter is the one who is always making the wrong statement. He says, Jesus, if it is you, let me come and, uh, you know, be with you. Come onto the water. And then Jesus said, come, and, uh, and you know, verse 29 over, when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. When he saw that the wind was mysterious, he was afraid, and the, he was beginning to sing. He cried out to the Lord, and he said, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, O oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Where, you know, Peter now is in the boat. But in another gospel, it says that when Jesus, Peter got into the boat, where Jesus told Peter, you of little faith. You know, you of little faith. This is a statement that uh, Jesus made. Well, you know, we must put ourselves in the place of Peter, where now he is in the boat. And he is the only one who is wet. He is the only one that you know, they are trying to put blanket upon, you know, so that he is not cold. And but what Jesus said to him, "You of little faith, you know, why did you uh, doubt? Why did you?" It is not a good statement that Jesus was not encouraging him by saying it. You know, Peter should have, could have thought something like this: that I am the only one who tried, at least. You know, of course I sang, but I'm the one who tried at least, you know, tried to get into the water. And none of these guys did that. But, uh, but still, you know, he was thinking that why is it Jesus, you know, maybe is not encouraging him by saying uh, that, like, you know, uh, you of little faith. So anyway, you know, whenever this happens, always Peter thinks that I will try to keep my, my no, I will keep myself quiet. I will not talk anymore. I will just be silent. He tries to make words of silence one after the other. But then what happened in chapter 15? In chapter 15 verses 15 and 16, then Peter answered to him, explained, uh, in a, and said to him, 
Peter is saying this, explain this parable to me, parable to us. How did Jesus answer? So Jesus said, are you still without understanding? So again, another mistake, you know, he wanted to keep quiet, but again, like, you know, he opened his mouth and it is not hitting the right place. All the time, Peter had this problem where Jesus said, you know, you, uh, why are you still of without understanding? And then what is Peter thinking now? Well, I will not open my mouth anymore. You know, I will just keep my vow of silence all the time. Well, then what happened in chapter 16? You know, something good happened. That is verses uh, 13 through 18. It says, when Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? So they said, some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, because he always, he cannot keep quiet. See, we can relate ourselves many a time to this, that he is the one he always talks, and this time he got it right. You know, Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. You know, nobody got it right, but you know, Peter got it right, and Jesus is answering to him, blessed are you, Simon, Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Of course, he is, here is, you know, Jesus giving a job to him, saying that, okay, this is not you, Peter, because you never get it right. This is a miracle, Peter, that happened now, that, of course, it is not you, but it is my Father who has revealed this to you. Well, now Peter is feeling very good about himself. You know, he is thinking, okay, now I got it right. You know, I have the keys and uh, I am the man, you know, who gave the right answer. Well, now, you know, what happened? Then Jesus, it says, Jesus making the statement here. I mean, of course, he is saying that flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. You got this as a big miracle. So he's feeling too good about it. And then what happens? So we all make mistakes. Like Peter, many a times we open our mouth where we, we should not. We make other mistakes also in our lives. But God is always gracious. And not only that we make, we make mistakes. Secondly, all of us make big mistakes in our lives. In Peter also, you know, that happened to Peter also. And uh, so now Jesus is asking Peter and the disciples, some of them, to go to the mountain. Okay, in verses Matthew chapter 16 verses 21 through 23. From that time Jesus began to show his disciples that what he must do. Okay, this is another, another event that took place uh, in the life of Peter. So now Jesus is explaining to them the gospel. Why he came into the world and what is the purpose that he is here on this uh, earth. So Jesus explaining that, it says, from that time Jesus began to show to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the soul elders and chief priests and scribes and to be killed and to be raised on the third day. He is explaining the whole gospel to them. But then Peter, so whenever you see this statement, when, when Peter, he is going to make some statement and most of the time it is not going to hit, you know, um, it is not going to be the right uh, response. Well, then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke Jesus. 
you have to feel very good about yourself to you know review jesus you know and uh, so he is you know far be from you o lord this shall not happen to you but he turned and said to peter get behind me satan you are often you know you are an offense to me for you are not mindful of the things of god but things of men well peter was feeling good about what happened you know in the last uh, chapter but now something else is happening here and he is feeling so good because you know jesus you know i mean he is kind of relating to jesus that i understand because i know the keys of in the heavens and all those you know i understand it and uh, so he is talking to jesus now well you know jesus here he always encouraged peter he always encouraged peter jesus always all you know even he encouraged him by changing his name uh, god jesus changed his name from simon to peter simon means unstable but peter means rock so he changed his name jesus has been encouraging him and jesus even uh, started calling him what he was going to become you know that he was unstable then he was going to become the rock of the church jesus even predicted it and started calling him by that you know by that name uh, in, uh, by that name peter but then you know what really happened uh, here when jesus was explaining about the crucifixion about the sufferings this is what peter did you know he took jesus by the side and started to talk to him you know jesus you know when you talk like that it scares the boys you know you you understand and i understand because you are the lord and i have the keys of you know uh, of the church and so we can understand you are a preacher i am a preacher so we understand it but it scares the boys you know don't do this you know so jesus peter was rebuking uh, silently jesus but here what the bible says all the friends are everybody is there jesus probably loudly said to him get behind me satan you know well this is not a good statement that uh, peter was not expecting this what is peter thinking now now i will not open my mouth anymore because i always did it but you know once in a while it it did well but then most of the time it doesn't happen so now okay this satan statement that jesus made and now peter is saying i will not talk anymore but then what happened in chapter 17 of matthew now after 6 days that's what the bible says chapter uh, 17 verses 1 through 5 it says now after 6 days for for 6 days peter did not open his mouth now after 6 days jesus took peter james and john his brother led them up to the uh, high mountain by themselves so after 6 days jesus is taking all of them i mean three of them jesus said, okay i am going to do something very special now let me okay call some of you james you come john you come peter you also come now what is peter thinking now well i am unique i am special see jesus did not call anybody else but he called me john and james well i will forgive jesus about that satan statement maybe 
you know he was under some kind of depression or some kind of uh, uh, you know uh, stress that he was under so i will forget about that because anyway jesus sees how important i am so because that's why he is calling me all the way to the mountain he was thinking you know how important he was uh, then where were where were they going they were going to the mount of transfiguration uh, in matthew chapter 17 verses 2 and 3 says that and he was transfigured before them something very important is happening in the mount of transfiguration where moses was there elijah was there and everybody i mean uh, and jesus was there all of them transfigured uh, uh, into you know it's a, it's a holy moment that was happening right there but then what happened then that three words are very important words for it says then peter answered well nobody asked him a question there you know nobody was asking him anything there but then peter answered well, who did ask you a question there you know but still peter could not keep his mouth shut he answered see we also make this many a times when people don't even don't ask for our opinion they we still give our opinion when people don't ask uh, you know uh, anything from us but we still try to do that but then what happened you know it's verse 5 says while he was still speaking so somebody interrupted behold a bright cloud overshadowed them and suddenly a voice came out of the cloud saying this is my beloved son in whom i am well pleased hear him hear him means peter you shut up and hear what my son has to say and this is when even peter was not even you know it was interrupted his it was he says while he was speaking peter did not even stop talking but god did not you know god could not even bear how much of talking he does so he interrupted and said that peter you shut up let my son talk you know so we make mistakes we make big mistakes and not only that but we make many mistakes in our lives John chapter 13 verses 5 through 10 it talks about you know Jesus washing the feet of the disciples and he poured water into the basin and began to wash and then he came to Peter so whenever you see that you know Peter's name is mentioned you know something is going to happen see Jesus is going to John James everybody is there but doesn't say anything about any of them but when then Jesus came to Peter and peter said to him lord are you washing my feet jesus answered and said to him what am i doing you don't understand now but you will know it later you know jesus saying peter just be quiet and let me do what i am done to do but peter said you shall never wash my feet jesus answered and said if i do not wash my feet wash i wash you you have no part with me simon peter said lord i mean not my feet only but also my hand you know just give me a bath if that is that in that's what he is saying jesus said you don't need a bath you know you already took a bath but let me do what i am trying to do so you know every time peter makes one after the other uh, mistakes you know jesus always said that okay peter you are a good man but you know you have to know your mouth keep your mouth under control that's what jesus is trying to say and then in matthew chapter 26 verses verse 31 onwards it say then jesus said to them all of you will be made to stumble because of me 
uh, this night for it is written i will strike the shepherd and he is toward the crucifixion and the sheep of the flock will be scattered but after i have raised i will go before you to galilee peter answered and said to him see again peter is mentioned that peter answered and said to him even if all of you know all are made to stumble because of you i will never be made stumble you know he is making all the commitments wrong commitments and jesus said you know, surely i said to you that this night before the rooster crows you will deny me three times and peter said him even if i have to die for you i will not deny you but then we know what has happened see we make mistakes we make big mistakes we make many mistakes but now the serious aspect of peter comes you know when he made a mistake it hurts that's the fourth point it hurts when we make mistakes what happened to peter he made this mistake many of times we make mistakes we we break our commitments but we don't feel good about it we feel bad about it and uh, uh, it hurts so it was hurting for peter what did peter do he went out of the courtyard and he started crying you know he wept bitterly luke chapter 22 verses 60 and through 62 says but peter said man i do not know what you are saying this is when he was confronted by those people about you know being close to jesus a disciple of jesus and uh, he says that i don't know him you know repeatedly while he was still speaking the rooster crowed and the lord turned and looked at peter then peter remembered the word of the lord how he had said to him before the rooster crows you know you will deny me three times so peter went out and wept bitterly so this is the aspect where peter denied jesus and he is so hurt and look think about it jesus looked at him what is going on in his mind you know he wept bitterly and what is going on in his mind that now i will never have an opportunity to say sorry to jesus because and it is gone because you know he is now moved out and jesus is taken for crucifixion and where whenever we make mistakes it hurts but i have good news for all of us here that the good news is that there is hope for those who make mistakes there is always hope for those who make mistakes and in chapter 22 of luke verses 31 and 32 it says and the lord said simon simon indeed satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat but i have prayed for you that your faith should not fail and when you have returned to me strengthen your brethren see here uh, the bible says that satan you know wanted to sift peter only why because there are so many peter satan never asked for the sons of thunder you know satan never asked for any other disciples but he asked only for peter you know say this is what jesus said satan wanted to sift you like like wheat but then this is the secret but i prayed that you know i prayed for you that your faith shall not it says but i have prayed for you that your faith should not fail but when you have returned to me strengthen your brethren see jesus knew that peter was going to fail 
but the prayer of jesus was that his faith should not fail you know many a times we may fail but our faith should not fail our trust in jesus should not fail because even if we fail he is always faithful he is always there he is an always a faithful god so here satan prayed i mean asked jesus but then jesus prayed uh, about peter you know why did satan ask for peter because you know satan knew that peter has potential in him you know if his mouth is ever surrendered to the lord you know this is going to make more powerful you know things for the kingdom of god and that is why you know satan knew the potential that peter had that is why he was asking for peter though this he had this problem of foot in the mouth disease he all had it but the day that you know he would surrender his life or his mouth to the lord jesus then jesus was going to uh, make that very powerful you know it is going to use it in the right direction that he would keep the world or make the world upside down you know many a times satan asked to sift us people like us like peter who make mistakes who make blunders but you know jesus always prays that our faith will not fail but we will always stand firm in jesus because his there is potential in each one of us satan knows that that is why he is trying to you know sift just like peter okay let me ask you this questions what happened in the book of acts who it was in the book of acts chapter 2 that stood on the day of pentecost and preached and 3000 people came to the lord who it was it was peter in chapter 3 who it was into to the lame man that he went and said silver and gold have i none but i have you know what i have i give to you you know walk get up and walk in the name of jesus who was it it was peter who was it in acts chapter 4 said to the sanhedrin and said there is no other name given under heaven whereby men must be saved who was it it was peter who was it in acts chapter 5 that they brought a sick man and lame they would you know put them on the street where peter would walk and the shadow of peter's shadow would heal people you know who was it it was peter and then in chapter uh, chapter 9 of acts where you know tabitha was brought she was dead she was brought and who was it who went and prayed and you know god healed that person it was peter satan knew that that you know peter was going to be mightily used by god and that is why you know the potential that was in peter that is why satan wanted to uh, sift uh, peter like wheat dear child of god we make mistakes like peter you know we make big mistakes and we may make many mistakes and when we make mistake it hurts but remember one thing that the day that we surrender our lives completely to the lord uh, the lord will use it mightily for his kingdom i want to read one more scripture uh, then we'll pray you know it talks about the time as i said like peter denied jesus 
you know and he was taken away from that place jesus looks at peter and he is feeling so hurt he went out and he started weeping and now he is thinking now jesus is gone he is there he died and i will not have an opportunity to say to uh, in a sorry to jesus who knew it jesus knew the heart what was going on in the heart of peter then what happened on the resurrection day mark chapter 16 verses 2 through 7 it says very early in the morning on the first day of the week they came to the tomb when the sun had risen and they said among themselves who will roll away the stone from the door of the tomb for us but when they looked up they saw the stone had been rolled away for it was very large and entering the tomb they saw a young man clothed in a long white robe sitting on the right side and they were alarmed but he said to them do not be alarmed you seek jesus of nazareth who was crucified he is risen he is not here see the place where they laid him but you know just uh, listen to this very carefully and this is what the angel said to those women that who came see jesus had already told angel to do this you know he said but go to tell his disciples and peter tell his disciples and peter because jesus knew what was going on in the heart of peter he was hurt you know he was feeling uh, hurt and because he could not say sorry to jesus and he was with that for 3 days Jesus understands the heart whatever is going through in our hearts here the angel is saying to the women there that to go and tell the disciples to come to Galilee but remember tell Peter also so that he can come and he is going before you to Galilee therefore you will see see the lord knows what we are going through in our lives you know what was peter was going through in his heart he understand we make mistakes but then jesus loves you and god has a plan and purpose for our lives so dear children of god you know many a times we make mistakes in our lives many mistakes you know big mistakes but there is one thing that god has a plan for each and every one of us but this is what the enemy comes and many a times he tells in our ears that you know you made this mistake and god is upset with you god is angry with you you know god is not going to forgive you but remember one thing that god always loves us whatever situation that we are in god always loves us and god has a great plan for our lives you know what god is doing in the nation of india i want to share some of those things with you that you know god is at work there are many challenges that we all go through there are mistakes that you know probably have happened uh, uh, in the life but then in you know, a god when he has a plan and purpose for our lives he will always make that happen whatever uh, whatever you know abilities that we have it is not because of who we are but it is because of the faithfulness and goodness of god hallelujah you know we can always trust to him only thing is that we may fail sometimes but god will not let our trust in him our faith in him fail you know when we started uh, this 
planting the churches there are many challenges even we had uh, uh, we had to stop many of the you know like media things so that uh, because the government was chasing after us there are so many many a times even we had uh, we have a uh, home for the girls uh, we had to you know disperse the children keep the kids in different places because there have been you know repeated raids they were trying to do and intimidate the ministry all those things were happening but god always showed up whenever you know things were not going right god always revealed his glory and revealed his uh, power and there are places as you probably are aware that there are many states that we have anti conversion law that you are not allowed to preach the gospel so in our bible school there was a boy you know who had a vision from the lord to go uh, vision the sense he was praying in a uh, in a room and the lord showed him a particular place that he could he should go and minister there and he did not even know he was from a village so he did not even know the place the name of the place but he decided that he would go over there uh, i mean he did not uh, i mean because he was very kind of uh, introvert person where uh, you know he when he came to the bible school he would never not talk to the people he was very from a very village set up uh, but then he decided to go over to this place and he went over he did not know anyone there did not know how to plant a church start a church so one day what happened was he was just sitting the lord said to him okay take your tambourine and go to the street and play and then sing a song god will help you to plant a church and he did not understand how was that going to happen so he started you know playing the uh, tambourine and then some people gathered there and they thought that you know because usually when people do this they have a uh, a monkey or something you know doing a magic show so they thought after this there will be a magic show uh, but there was no magic show but he started preaching and uh, when pe- the people heard like they saw he is just preaching uh, they started leaving one after the other but then one man stood there you know after that he said uh, you did you say that jesus has the power to heal he said yeah jesus can heal and he said uh, well you know my uh, mother in law has been sick for like four years she has been bedridden if you come and pray i mean if she is you know well she gets well then we will start you know you can start a church in my home meanwhile you know if they if people know that you are a christian they will not even rent you a place you know they will not allow you to take even for rent because you are considered as a low caste and you are considered as you know converting people like it's a lot of opposition for that so anyway uh, he had to move in 5 months he had to move like five different places and when this happened he was living in a cow shed because that is what they gave him they said we cannot give you a house you have to live in a cow shed so he was living there this when god spoke to him so he goes over he goes with this man to this home you know where this lady is bedridden for like 4 years and he prays over this man or this lady and then you know she just gets up from the bed and you know she just healed completely by the power of jesus christ immediately instantly at that time so to make the long story short this brother has planted five churches you know in that area for the glory of god hallelujah and in all the places 
you know in all the places there are there are you know healings and uh, mad people being chained you know when they go the lord just moves in a mighty way and they are healed completely there are so many deliverances and miracles because in india you know you come in uh, it you have to have some miracles to happen for people to believe uh, about the preaching of the god it's not just the words but by the power of god that is manifested there of course i know it's it happens everywhere throughout the world but there people look for signs like that so one after the other this is just one story but i can give you so many uh, one after the other many yesterday i was sharing with pastor paul and brother richard in about you know a boy who came to our young man who came to the church got saved went to his home like hometown the lord began to move and uh, it became a big movement he did not know anything about much about the bible he came here was in the church for 2 years the lord began to move uh, in a mighty way so you know our god is a miracle working god hallelujah we fail many a times but he never fails you know our faith this is what jesus always prays that we will not fail in our faith in our trust in him in our faith in him in believing that jesus you are more than sufficient for my situation hallelujah you know i do not know what situation that you are going through in your life but today i preach about this jesus you know he is a miracle working god and he is one always shows up when we fail he always is there to hold our hands to lift us up and give us the you know the solution that we need in our lives for the situation that we are going through maybe it's an emotional healing that you're looking for a physical healing that you're looking for maybe a relational healing that you're looking for but i want to tell you that jesus is more than able to do that miracle today in your life hallelujah you know because we serve uh, for me and joycey for both of us when both of us were on deathbed she was on ventilator for 3 days 3 days the lord has healed her doctor gave her only 248 hours uh, you know but the lord has given her long life hallelujah i was on deathbed the lord healed me and there are people come and threaten us they said they we are going to kill you there are people who try to you know uh, there are organizations uh, you know the graham stains who was burned alive with his two sons you know they gave us the life threat saying that if you don't stop it we are going to destroy your ministry we are going to come off we are going to kill you and literally they wanted to kill joycey but we are alive still today hallelujah we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow you know we don't know but but how until the lord you know allows us or has in his plan in our life until when the, in his plan we are going to be in the nation of india and we are going to touch more lives and we are going to you know to uh, people to experience the power of jesus in their life last week we had 26 baptisms next week we'll have another 12 baptisms hallelujah you know people are people are against it people don't want that to happen you know all these people they come from hindu backgrounds they go to the judge and confess before them that we believe in jesus christ that is the process we ask them to do that our people to do that go to the court 
and take affidavit from there you know that you believe in Jesus Christ people are ready for to do, do, do that and many of them are beaten up they are taken out of their homes and many there are children who are you know electrocuted i mean what do you call uh, electric shocks they had to go through because of the faith be the families think that they are you know they have gone crazy so they want to change the religion they have gone crazy maybe they can you know if they go uh, go to an electric shock treatment they will change their mind but jesus you know always keeps them and i know one thing that he is more than sufficient hallelujah shall we all stand our feet if you feel to come out to this place to pray we would like to joyce and i would like to pray over you you know god has a plan and purpose for your life nothing in this world can change that plan in in the life of peter he has failed many a times but you know jesus knew that you know this is uh, you know he had a purpose in his in the life of peter and jesus you know he never fails and jesus always fulfilled that purpose in the life of peter though peter failed many a times but jesus never failed and he began to be used when peter surrendered his mouth to the lord jesus when peter surrendered his life to the lord jesus in every miracle that happened in the beginning chapters of acts we see that it was peter the lord began to use hallelujah god wants to use each and every one of you in your life there are things that you know you may think it is not right it is not going right you know but god has a plan for your life the enemy cannot defeat the plan of god in your life how many of you believe that you know the enemy cannot defeat hallelujah he cannot defeat the plan of god in your life the only thing is that i and you we need to surrender our life to the lord and say jesus i am ready i am ready for the miracle that you have for me i am ready for the whatever that lord you want me to do in my life hallelujah lift up my hands to the lord thank you jesus you know he wants to touch each one of you today i don't know how what a situation when you came in but that burden that is in your heart jesus wants to remove that right away there is a healing that you're looking for in the mighty name of jesus i believe that jesus is going to do that miracle in your body right now in the name of jesus hallelujah hallelujah some of you god wants to touch this morning he wants to refresh you he wants to do a new new work in your life if you feel you can just come forward hallelujah you know the presence of the almighty god is here let's surrender our lives to him jesus he wants to touch many of we just come come forward the enemy has been you know giving those negative thoughts thoughts of defeat you felt like peter many a times yes i will not just talk anymore i just want to 
because it doesn't the, the you know it doesn't happen the way i want it to happen thank you jesus hallelujah as the god can sing a song